Now it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. So Jeannie, one thing being your podcast partner has taught me is how to be... Among the hundreds of things. Yes, um, it's how to be (laughs) agile. For instance, you may not finish a sentence and you need to be able to (laughs) respond quickly. (laughs) We both need to be agile. Let's face it. I think everyone (laughs) needs to be agile. Yeah, in today's world, I think it's super important and becoming more and more important. You know, we talk a lot about being agile in different ways, right? And particularly through the lens of organizations, right? How, How do we respond to changing technology around customer experience? All these things about the shifting landscape that we all confront as we try to serve customers. However, it's very interesting to think about how we need to be agile in our careers. Now, as entrepreneurs, you and I naturally have this approach because it's the only way to succeed in small business. But uh, our guest today is going to talk about how you do that in your career. That's true. And I don't think we all think about it the same way. So it's a really interesting thing to just kind of try to apply to your own world, your own lens, and see if you need to be more agile or if you need to be more accepting of people who are agile and kind of the benefits they bring to your organization. So interesting stuff. Absolutely. Let's hear about our guests and get to it. Excellent. Marty Constant is a workplace futurist, career growth analyst, author, speaker, and founder of the Agile Careerist Project. Her career path includes artist, designer, brand developer, entrepreneur, technology, marketing executive, and investor. Marty delivers keynotes, workshops, and training where future of work and career agility are central themes. Her book, Activate Your Agile Career, How Responding to Change Will Inspire Your Life's Work, was listed as a number one new release and bestseller on Amazon. She earned a Master of Business Administration from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. You can find her at agilecareer.com. Marty, welcome. We're so happy that you're here with us today. Thanks for having me. I was really looking forward to this today. Oh, we too, Marty. And it's so great to have you on the show. And let's start at the beginning. Give us a, a little info about what it means to have career agility. And does it help to stretch first? Uh, really good, really good comment there, Adam. I am a workout enthusiast, so I'm all for stretching. Uh, and there's a lot of metaphors that work. Nice. Well, tell us about career agility. Yeah, so career agility is the ability to respond to change in a way that helps you and your career and the people around you, as well as your employer. And so tell us more about that. What does that really mean that it helps you and your employer? And, you know, how do I know if I'm career agile or not? Right, right. So let's start with the first question, which is, you know, what you know, how do you, how do you know, and how does it work for you and the employers and the people around you? When you are agile and able to work with a team in a way that's collaborative, that breaks things down into smaller bite-sized projects, you become the flexible person and valuable talent in the workplace. The employer likes this because things like career agility or even learning agility is something that they want their people to be able to accommodate the market changes for their role, their jobs, their industry. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's obvious 
that this would be a great thing to have uh, for my, you know, personal brand so that I can tell people I'm really agile and uh, I know what's coming and all those great things. But it also means that if somebody's agile, it might mean that they're going to jump ship, right? Like they have all these different interests and they're being flexible and they see the next shiny thing. <laughs> so tell us about why it would be beneficial for the organizations where somebody works to be agile in their career. How I would respond to that, Jeannie, is it's it's something that if a person responds to change is one aspect of the career agility model that I developed after a few years of research. The career agility model is about so much more than being flexible or changing jobs when things aren't right. It is about doing things like adopting things like an idea zone. Uh, keep your ideas fresh for you for the for your project for your organization so that you're that you're uh, obtaining value for the organization it's about testing things and being flexible to experiment it's about getting feedback frequently within the organization so that you can move your projects forward it's about optimizing your career brand and in essence when you are optimizing your career brand you are helping the organization by representing them in the market for speaking engagements, for product launches, things that represent the company, but also is helpful to your brand. So I like what you said about idea zone. And I like that concept. Can you talk about what are some of the examples of how people create their idea zone? It would be great to start where the idea zone came from, which is where software development engineers came up with this idea of agile development, and they created the concept of a backlog. They might have a 100 ideas to launch their product, but they can only implement about 25 of them in that particular release. Mm-hmm. What do they do with those other 75 ideas? They keep some of them around. They nurture them. They use them in later releases. And in a week or a month or two, some of those 75 ideas will no longer be useful. So they'll be taken off the table. Mm -hmm. If you apply this to your career, you're always keeping ideas, not just for your industry, but also for what, you know, what makes you more interested in your job. So you're trying to say, what is it that's going to make me more successful in this project? Is it going to be taking this webinar or going to a meetup to learn more about this topic so that I can do a better job in my project? So how do you keep your idea zone? I'm curious. I am a random access person. And what that means is I keep them online. I keep them on sticky notes and I keep them in file folders. Unlike some people that I interviewed for this book, some people are very organized and they only use, you know, certain um, online platforms for containing all their ideas and they know exactly where they're at. 
So I keep mine in a variety of places, but I gather them together when I need them. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I am going to see, it's all about the phrasing, right? Because I used to just say I'm disorganized, but now I'm going to say <laughs> I'm a random access. Right. I love that. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to For say sure it. It's probably true. I actually am disorganized, but I, I love that term. I'm, gonna, I'm so using that with my wife now. Yeah. And own it. Own it. It is a style. It's a work style. Ah, uh, yes. The worst parts I can do that because she she has 50 times. I have like no post-it notes. That's the one the one discipline I've gotten out of. I've got like one post-it note at any given time. Uh, now I've got a zillion. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem is they're, they're just on like 5,000 documents on my computer <laughs> that I'll never see again. So, uh, you know, it, it, it feels better to not have the post-it notes, but it's sort of a pyrrhic victory. All, all you got to do is search, right? You just put yeah. in your keyword search and you become expert at that and you know where everything's at on your computer. See? Yeah, I need to tag them better, like dumb ideas I had once or something. <laughs> Hopefully good ideas. Well, one thing you mentioned, and I, I like this concept you have, and I want to talk about it a little bit. You mentioned feedback earlier, and you talk about using a feedback squad for personal branding. Now, this sounds a little scary to me, so I'm curious, <laughs> who would you put on the feedback squad? Because I can imagine like asking my friends about, uh, could you help me uh, give me some feedback on my personal brand? So who are, who are you talking to for this? Who, who are you surrounding yourself with certain people? Well, we're, what you've brought up, Adam, is actually two separate principles. One of them is the feedback squad, and another one is the optimization of the personal brand. There may be some applications of the personal brand in the feedback squad, i.e. you could get feedback from someone on how, what are your strengths, how do you come across in presentations, that sort of thing. But the feedback squad came up as this this notion that a lot of people feel like they missed the boat. In all the interviews I did, people said, you know, I never really had that perfect mentor. When you ask a question in a room, how many people had that perfect official mentor in their career? 20% raised their hands, which means that 80% feel that they got a little bit left out. However, what they did was really useful. They did things like, crowdsourcing. today In today's world, it might be crowdsourcing an idea on a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group. You might be doing a mastermind. That might be where you get your feedback. You might even hire a coach. There's free assessments. There's paid assessments. There's mentors. There's situational mentors. You don't have to have a mentor. You can just go up to someone and say, you know, I'm having this issue. I know that you've got a competence in this area. Can you give me some feedback on this problem I'm trying to solve? And then finally, the advisory board concept has been around a while. And I have basically have had situational advisors throughout my entire career, but I haven't had one that has looked out for me, or I never had anybody adopt me in an organization. But I don't feel left out anymore because the feedback squad is something that is created by you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I also think that you put some names to things that were happening kind of organically, right? So um, I think that there are so many ways to think about our own careers, our own paths, like how to uh, get through this corporate jungle <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. 
And you have to be agile. Right. You have to be right. agile, right? Like that's, 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 the that's the theme. Exactly. And so I'm curious right now, like for that person who is listening, who is really thinking like, I don't know if I've, if I'm in the right place. I don't know if I have my true North profession. What's one thing to really leave them with to become an agile careerist so they can, they can at least try to figure that out, right? I, I would say that the biggest thing is really thinking about your personal brand and how you come across. And part of personal branding or career branding is doing the most amazing self-assessment, whether you do it with a structured group or do it with a uh, do-it-yourself way, but to really understand what your strengths are and to be able to say to your organization, to your friends, to people on projects, I'm better than anyone else at this one thing. I am the best project manager in this company. Become known for that and you will develop a brand and develop talent value for yourself that wouldn't exist if you weren't messaging that. So branding, we like to think it's about, oh, how you feel about yourself and maybe, you know, some colorful ways that you can uh, put together business cards and things like that. That is, or even your Facebook profile or your LinkedIn profile. But really, it is about the messaging of who you are. It's about so much more than an elevator pitch. It is about being consistent consistently good at one thing. The reality is we are all good at five to 10 to 15 things. But if you become known for one thing, people will engage you on those other skill sets. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really, uh, you know, I love that message. And I, I want to wrap up here with a final question because I want to try to bring together sort of two of the threads that we've talked about in this uh, discussion. So you're talking about focusing on that one thing, being known for the one thing, messaging around that one thing, but we're also talking about being agile, which is that ability to change and possibly maybe that one thing that you're so good at is no longer as valuable five years from now or 10 years from now. So how do you do both? How do you be known for that one thing and have that sort of core message and value add and also be agile and ready to move to something else. Adam, that's a great question. I, that when you pick one thing, you ride it and optimize that one thing. And as you go through your career or even through a six month period, it does evolve it is about optimizing on things like creativity, growth, happiness, looking at what's happening in my industry. What am I not liking here? Gets into the happiness factor. And how and what do I really want to be doing? Maybe I'm a little bit bored with what I'm doing right now. It doesn't mean that you have to jump ship to another organization. It might just mean that you evolve into a different role, a training role versus an account representative role, for instance. The other part of this that I find kind of interesting to think about is that it's not really about the titles anymore. It's about the role. It's about knowing who you are and what you can deliver regardless of the title, which is pretty cool to think about. So 
Marty, I, th- I think this is really cool because it really makes us wrap our heads around something that maybe we haven't really thought about, this idea of being agile in our careers and how that can help the organizations that we work with. So if others want to know more about this, how can they find you? There's actually one way with two options on the one way. It's agilecareer.com is my site, A-G-I-L-E-C-A-R-E-E-R.com. And there is a free 22-page career agility guide that you can download. And there's also a newsletter to keep up with the movement and things that are happening. That's great. Thank you for having that. And thank you so much for being here. This was fun. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate it. Bye. So I feel like maybe we should... uh, we should stretch after that conversation, <laughs> going back to how we introduced the idea. Um, but it's I it does really get my wheels turning about like what does it mean to be agile and what are the important aspects of it and how can you help your organization be more agile to respond to the marketplace that is changing every day at an amazing pace right now. Absolutely, and I think that final discussion we had, it's su- there's such a tension between trying to define yourself as something and being able to pivot and move to something else. And it's very challenging because really we live in an age of specialization. We live in an age of personal branding to Marty's point. And you do Mm -hmm. need to be known for something. You need to be known for something that differentiates you from others, whether you're consultants and speakers like you and I are, or whether you're in an organization and you need to stand out from the crowd but you've also got to not be pigeonholed because the thing right. you're known for may not be that important five years from now or may not even exist <laughs> five years from now. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. If you're if you're a programmer in one language, that might not serve you in 10 years when that is not the program everybody's using anymore or something like that. So you have to think about it beyond just your brand, but what the marketplace will bear by then. So really cool stuff to think about. So we hope you've thought about it, and we hope that you are agile enough to keep listening to Crack the Customer Code. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, you're welcome for that. Uh, If you haven't yet subscribed, what are you waiting for? Our subscribers get newly released episodes immediately and our undying gratitude. Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Be sure to check out all the business content at csuiteradio.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and our content available to you, all sorts of customer experience goodies, at cxcontent.com. And I'm Adam Pork, and you can learn more. (laughs) See, I'm agile enough to correct myself, Jeannie. You can learn more (laughs) about my keynote speaking, customer service workshops and training, and all kinds of other things, customer experience at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.